All right, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Squares. We're going to be talking about Life Zero this time. My name's Shane. I'm Paul. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Let's get the show started. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of uh, Comic Book Squares. Uh, thanks for coming back. We really appreciate it. We enjoy bringing these books to you. Uh, this episode, we're going to do Life Zero number one. This is uh, number one of a limited series. And, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoyed this one a lot and there's going to be a lot to talk about, but uh, I'm going to kick it off to Paul to kind of give us a rundown of the, the, the where this came from and, and the artists behind it. Yeah, thanks, Shane. So, yeah, so this book is another one of the independents that we've been trying to, you know, get our hands on and read and share with you guys. And this is from a company called Ablaze. Not too familiar with them. Um, I'm not sure, you know, really how long they've been around or what other titles they have until I read this one. And um, what what's great about it is while it's independent, there's a little familiarity. So if you're familiar with Daredevil or any of the other, some of the Marvel stories uh, that you've seen, some of the art, I think Star Wars as well. There's an artist by the name of Marco Cicchetto, and Marco does another outstanding job in this book. And again, I'm not totally familiar with all of the creators, but Marco is kind of a known name, right? He's he's done some Star Wars, he's done some Daredevil, he's done some other Marvel things. And so, um, once again, he really he really brings it. Um, this is one of those stories that uh, suddenly you're dropped in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, and there's a tactical squad. And they're out rescuing somebody from a prison and they get back out in the city and all hell breaks loose and it just goes from there. So um, obviously elements of things you've seen before, um, but, you know, sometimes that's not a bad thing, right? It all depends on how they're bringing it out to you. And I, I really enjoyed this issue. I hope you guys did too. We're going to get into it and talk about it. But um, this is this is one of the ones that, uh, you know, it's another limited series that I think, uh, you know, if you get invested in, I don't think you're going to regret it. Yeah, yeah 100%. I'll, I'll jump yeah. in. Oh, yeah, hit it. I'll ben, jump in. Um, so uh, yeah, I I actually I actually liked this one. I, what I liked about it, it's an issue one, right? But it's funny because we've talked about this in past issues, uh, or past issues, <laughs> past episodes, um, where sometimes it's you know we we do a lot of uh, number one reviews here, and um, because we're again we're trying to find new artists and stuff, but um sometimes it's hard to get in if you, cause you don't, you're not familiar with the character or the world. And what I loved is like on uh, page one, they have these panels where they introduce each character. So it's like their name and you know who the characters mm-hmm. are. Um, I loved, I actually, I really liked that. Cause then when I was reading, I was like, okay, that's Zach, that's, you know, Shaco or whatever. And so I was <laughs> like, I, I knew now, now I know who you guys are. Um, right. I liked, I really liked the artwork. I thought it worked really well for the genre. Again, it goes back to, um, um, what we're, uh, we've talked about before where, um, um, sometimes when you get into stuff, especially like zombie or horror, any kind of horrorish stuff, they, you know, they try to really tone down the palette to the color palettes to, you know, make it dreary or like scary or whatever. But this, I thought they had a good balance of like some vibrant color with the dreariness and all that. And, you know, dealing with a, a, a zombie outbreak and everything. Um, so I, I really like that part, um, and yeah, so I, I, I really appreciated the art and stuff, um, and the the introduction to the characters. There were some issues for me um, going through as far as mm-hmm. um, story and trying to keep up. <laughs> mm-hmm. It felt super fast paced. Like if this yeah. was the first episode of a show, I'd be like, 
like probably holding my breath the whole time and then like wait okay wait, well what was <laughs> yeah. what just happened <laughs> Re- how, rewinding this yeah 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 wait what <laughs> what just happened so um Honestly, this is one that I think uh, I didn't do a second reading, but I, I need to go back and read it a second time. I again, I really, I, I did like it going through it, but it does require a second reading. Um, I, yeah. I at least I feel for me, so I can go back through and kind of really understand everything that was yeah. happening because it is fast paced, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What'd you think, Mike? Oh, go ahead, Mike. I'm handing it up. Oh, all right. Uh, I agree with uh, with Ben on the uh, character introduction. I, w- I was going to mention that as well, uh, just because I think it I think it is really kind of nice of them to do that. Along, kind of on the flip side of that, you know, they do introduce kind of a main what you feel is going to be a main character. There's a lot of stuff that we don't know about that main character yet. Um, uh, some of the some of the the comic is set in in a, a jail uh, scene, and so you're like, well, why if this guy is he a good guy? Uh, is he a bad guy because he's in jail? Was he put there improperly? Was he set up? You know, so there's there is some introduction, and I I know we've talked in other episodes about kind of getting some of the answers and then giving us little nuggets of that mystery, and I think this did a really great job of balancing that out for, for me, you know, as a reader. I know may not have balanced it for, for other readers, but for me it did. Uh, uh, to Ben's point, you know, the artwork I think was really good. The, the color palette, the, uh, the viewpoints, the story, again, being that it's kind of zombie uh, apocalypse, um, you know, there's different ways that they get there, that they bring the story to that point as far as why do we have zombies, right? What happened? And, and I think it does a pretty good job of um, telling the story for, from an issue one perspective, mm-hmm. but not giving you everything because mm-hmm. it, you, again, they have to give you enough to kind of, you know, wet the appetite and be like, okay, so where's this headed and where's this going? And I think it did a very, very good job of that for, for me. So Shane or or Paul. Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, of, of the books that we've done uh, shows on, I felt like to me, this one was the most, I'll use the word cinematic. Um, Mm -hmm. The way that the panels are set up, it's almost like Mm -hmm. it's a storyboard for a movie. Um, and, and, and I definitely got, um, the, uh, army of the dead. If you watched army of the dead on Netflix, um, the Zack Snyder, it's got a lot of similar kind of elements, especially with the helicopter, Mm -hmm. um, coming in and, um, and, 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 you know, to the point of the color palette, the, the colorist on this is, does Mm -hmm. a fantastic job that the way that they put the Mm -hmm. red hues when they're inside the helicopter, that would have been the red, you know, illuminated by the red lights inside the chopper. And then the outside being these kind of blues and grays. Um, And and then Mm -hmm. the other thing too, is when they're inside uh, the, the prison and uh, you know, it's kind of all dark and dim until the one guy gets the lights to come on. And then the the use of color in that was really powerful in the, in, in, telling that part of the story. So, you know, we've talked about this in past episodes where it takes every, all, you know, a bunch of different artists to bring these comic books to come to life. And, uh, and, and, and I feel like everybody kind of stepped up their game uh, on this. Um, the yeah. one critique I would have is story-wise, there's, it's, it's a fast read. I mean, I was done with it in like yeah. five or six minutes because there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of panels with not, not nothing on it. Um, and so, uh, and, and, and to that point, the the intro, 
they're telling this sort of kind of backstory with the guy who's in prison on that first panel. And I have no frame of reference who these voices are that yeah. the, the panels are. Right. I kind of got it, but it's definitely confusing. And it would have been clearer if they would have like showed panels of those people and like what that incident was. I, I get it that they just want to hit the ground running and take off like a you know yeah. bat out of hell to get this story moving. And and they do a great job of that because it is real fast paced. And, and I could see this being the opening, you know. 15 minutes of a, of a really great uh, movie or your show on Netflix. Um, but that would be my critique story wise is that, uh, that it's a little convoluted right at the beginning and like knowing where we're going with things and why, like you said, Ben, why is this guy in prison? And uh, they don't, they don't give any answers to that in the first episode uh, yeah. issue uh, anyways. Yeah. So, but artwork wise, yeah, I was, I really, really enjoyed it. And it's not, um, really your typical style of um, comic booky art where it's, you know, the kind of the, the heavy black outlines, um, the, the, the shots of like the burning city and stuff like that are more artistic in nature, almost like a, a you know, fine art painting. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's just a nice blend. And, yeah. and this is the great thing about, you know, doing these, these shows is discovering this kind of artwork, um, you know, that, you know, you might not see in a standard Marvel stuff. Um, or DC stuff. So yeah, I, I, I love this, uh, the artwork in this particularly really, I, I enjoyed it a lot. So what do you think, Paul? Not to interrupt Paul. I'm sorry. Not to interrupt Paul. Oh, go ahead. Cinematic. Yeah. Cinematic. Go that ahead. is the word. That is the word <laughs> for this book. Totally. I'm talking from story to the artwork and everything else. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like the writer had like a, a movie or, or Netflix pitch in mind and then was like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit, I can't get that. Let's just, let's make it a comic book. Let's, let's make it a, you know, <laughs> So, yeah, because literally they could they could take this into their pitch session to Netflix and be like, well, here's the storyboard for the for the movie. Just <laughs> we already have it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. already ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the first three pages are like the trailer, and you're like, give me more, you know. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I you know, and I you know, I'm glad you guys said that, and I'm glad you you think that because when I was going through it, the way some of the panels are set up, I kind of thought the same thing. I didn't really I didn't really come to that come to that conclusion until you guys said it, but I but as I read it. And I was looking at the artwork and again, I'm familiar with Marco's work on, you know, on, on Marvel, several titles, but the thing is, you know, we know that, you know, Marvel and DC and the other, you know, usually image and them, you know, they're more of a machine, right? They, they kind of pump it out monthly, you know, no expectations here, right? A blaze comics, who are they? Well, you know, we don't know, but Marco Chiquetto is drawing it. Okay. You know, that's a familiar name. I can grab that. Uh, Marco probably had three months to draw this, whereas, you know, he gets 27 days to draw the next issue of <laughs> Devil's Reign, right? So he, he was able to take some time and give it to the, give it to the inker and the, and, you know, and, and the colorist and everything. And they were able to really, you know, really sink their teeth into it and do some good work um, without the, without the, um, you know, the publisher pushing them and pushing them. But, hey, we got, we got a delivery schedule. Hey, if this comes out on time or not, it doesn't even matter, right? It, when it hits the stands, it hits the stands. And, and, uh, you know, uh, when you have an artist like that and they already kind of have proven themselves, this is just them kind of stretching their legs going, you know, I can do other stuff. I, I don't have to do just the costume guys all the time. I can do other stuff. And so this kind of reminded me, and, and Shane, you said it like that army of the dead. It, it's, you know, reminded me of, you know, the Romero movies with, you know, with the, with the, you know, the tactical squad coming in and, 
there's a guy in prison. Why is he there? I don't know. Whoa, they broke him out. Holy cow. Now they're going to get eaten. Oh, one other guy's got bit, you know, and the coloring and just one thing that, that, that I really liked was, you know, when they were in the helicopter and it, they all had the masks on and it had like that, 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 that sliver of light reflection in that. I mean, mm-hmm. I love that. I'm like, that's an attention to detail that, mm-hmm. you know, you would think every artist would have that perspective or, or would take the time to make sure that that looks as good. I, but I mean, this was like, I, I look like a couple of panels look like pictures to me or, or yeah. like through a, you know, um, you know, through like a, a handheld camera on the helicopter. I mean, that's, I, so I loved it too. And I, I, you know, again, routine of the mill zombie story but you know what can they bring to it to make it different um marco's art is yeah, what, is yeah, what yeah. made this different because in the hands of a different artist or maybe somebody without maybe the chops for it you know maybe maybe we don't enjoy it as much yeah I, you know, it's interesting was, you bring up oh. A, oh, oh sorry just real quick so you bring up mm-hmm. a great point paul as far as the um you know, him getting a chance to spread his wings and say, look, I can do other stuff besides mm-hmm. Daredevil. Um, and I think that's yeah. interesting, you know, because you think about um, on camera artists, you know, actors who are like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I normally do these kind of roles. And uh, but mm-hmm. I want to, you know, maybe I'm going to do a comedy. You guys don't realize I can do other stuff, you know, yeah. as an actor. I'm funny. Know, an artist. Look at me. What yeah. the hell's wrong with you people? I'm a people person. <laughs> I deal with the goddamn customers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What the hell exactly. is wrong with you people? So, what is it? And I feel like this is this is the right, yeah. <laughs> so i feel like this is a great you know way for uh, you know artists who you know might feel like they're getting themselves into a rut to say i'm going to branch off and go into an independent book and and really like you said have more time to really uh, spread my wings a little bit and and it's great for us as the the readers to be able to experience it yeah and what company wouldn't want an established name like that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you you like you marco's got his resume right you don't you don't need Mm -hmm. to to think about it mark can we get Marco Chiquetto? Let's ask him. What's that? You want me to do like a G.I. Joe zombie George Romero? Okay, I'm in. Cool. <laughs> yeah. When can you yeah. fit it in? You know, and it's like, you know, and all of a sudden he just he just brings it. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I had low expectations for it when I bought it because I said, okay, zombie thing. Okay, I like that stuff. I like the horror. Um, you know, I like all that. I, I I'll see the movies no matter how, you know, crazy or repetitive they might seem. I'm gonna watch it anyway. I don't care. Um, so I, I, I took the same attitude here and then I read it and I was like, yeah, I'm totally, totally picking up the rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for Sorry, 33 man, pages, I think it's like 33 pages or so, or, or mm-hmm. something like that. It's, yep. it was so, such a fast read. And that's, so we, I mean, yes, we've been talking about the art and I'd love it too. And there's so much I could keep saying about <laughs> the use of perspective and then just different panels. Like, like again, the cinematic feeling and, and you just felt like you were in, you know, in it. Um, yeah. Uh, but the story too, I have to give, you know, a lot of credit to that because the art is carried. I mean, the, the art carries the story, mm-hmm. but I mean, the story is solid enough that like, yeah. again, that was, it was fast paced enough. It, but I'm sorry, it was fast paced, but it also told you enough to yeah. keep you interested. So I didn't feel too lost. I think the character introduction helped with that mm-hmm. to, to Shane's point with that first panel, uh, or the first yeah. page, cause it's a splash yeah. page. Um, uh, right. I, I was a little confused as well, but mm-hmm. I, I, when I went, uh, when I was looking at it a little uh, earlier this morning too, I was trying, I was just reviewing the books really quickly. It did remind me of like an opening scene in a, in a movie where you have like maybe voiceovers. So like mm-hmm. the camera might be panning out on this guy, you know, yeah. who's in the prison yeah, yeah. cell and you hear like, 
you know, chatter on the radio and then this thing right. on the TV and da 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 about this apocalypse thing or whatever is going on that we haven't yeah. quite figured out yet. So I kind of, upon uh, subsequent looking, subsequently looking at that, I saw it as like that voiceover thing where it's kind of setting the stage. Um, so, and I get not, because at first I was like, why didn't they use maybe little panels like around mm-hmm. him? Like so you mm-hmm. can see the talking heads on TV or something on the radio. But I get that they're trying to establish like, um, they, they don't want you to get too confused with like, oh, are these going to be other characters in the book? Since this is the first issue, first page, right? Mm-hmm. So right. I started, I thought about it that way too. Like, okay, maybe these aren't going to be big characters. It's just like chatter that's going on that kind of setting the stage for this dude's in prison and oh shit, <laughs> zombies. <Right. laughs> What's that? You know prison? what? Zombies? I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you actually bring up a really good point, Ben, in that, you know, this this artistic medium of comic books, um, that's one of the things that it, it has to uh, account for is that in a cinematic world or television, you get the advantage of having a sound design element where you don't get that yeah. from uh, comic books. Yep. So I feel right. like that almost falls more onto the, the letterer to be able to find a creative way to articulate what uh. you were saying, like this is this is. Uh, static on a radio and this happened in the past mm-hmm. how do you do that creatively as, as somebody who's doing the lettering um so right. you know maybe that is something yeah, that you know true. maybe on future episodes they could step up their game to figure out like how do i do that creatively and and i think that letterers you know maybe don't oftentimes think about themselves as the storytelling element of of this they just want mm-hmm. to make sure it's clean and easy to understand it fits within the bubble but right. they are an important element that uh that could take it to another level where you're trying to distinguish between different types of, of speech or sound. How do you articulate sound visually that uh, makes it, right, out, sure. you know, yeah. so. Right. Well, I'll tell you, you put, you, you know, put uh, big explosion boxes around it and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Batman, That's a, yeah. You know, 69. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what? Um, one, one thing that I would say is um, I, what you guys said about a lot of the opening pages being very light on dialogue, you know, just, just some real, um, just some real infrequent, you know, um, narration bubbles here and there. Um, and luckily, you know, when you read through something like this, um, I, I guess I'm at the point and you guys said it's a fast read and it is, but here's the benefit. Here's what I like about it is you can go back and say, you know what I needed, I needed to appreciate maybe, um, and, and this is me, I, you know, I, I said, you know, they put a lot of time and effort into drawing that panel, even if it has no words, it's kind of like a movie with no dialogue. You're riveted to the screen because you're waiting to see what happens. And so in the, I, I figured, you know what, let me give Marco that same consideration. They were, they were slowly, it was like a step. Every panel was like a step getting to the next sort of, um, reveal, I guess, or I, I, whatever you want to call it next, you know, uh, step in the story. And so I, and that's the benefit of a comic book, right? You get done reading it. You're like six minutes. Holy, well, you know what? (laughs) I enjoy, I'm flipping back to the front page, you know, because you'll always find something new. And especially when the art is done like this, because I mean, if we think about comic books back in the seventies and eighties, the background was like non-existent in most cases. Yeah, I mean, right. think of, I mean, think about, you know, think about even the early artwork. I mean, Kirby was the one who really started to add sort of background, like galaxy behind things or put detail mm. in, in, into structures and whatnot. But, you know, 
uh, a lot of artists didn't do that. It was, you know, two characters talking and there was like a light blue background and you're like, mm -hmm. Xavier's room is not light baby blue in the background. What are we doing with this? You know? <laughs> so, it, so I, I like that he did that. And so, you know, I, to me, that's, that's, that's a good thing. And it, again, it, it's not mm -hmm. everybody's forte, but I, you know, when I go back and look at it, I, you know, when you consider the genre that they're operating within, you know, I can see why they sort of use that. And I mean, it builds a little bit of tension too, because you're like, say something, you know, <laughs> but to your point, but you know, I felt like, uh, that was a st the the art was obviously a, and it's supposed to be with the <laughs> with the comic yeah. book obviously but uh, it, the art was a storytelling element right yeah. as well and that's Absolutely. why so some of those didn't need the dialogue because right. it was like the helicopter flying in and I love how they you know mm -hmm. they used a few different panels to get it flying with only the words when necessary right, right. and mm -hmm. and it really right. again added to that like like watching a movie feel because mm -hmm. you're like, I could hear the helicopter, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's coming yeah. in and then the snow and, yep. and the consistency of uh, the artwork on, on backgrounds. And I love, cause he's doing, you know, he used different angles from above, from below, right. from That's this right. side and everything still felt super consistent. Like they're heading right into mm -hmm. this, you know, uh, mess of a city. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I felt like I, I wasn't so. too, I wasn't put off by the, by having, um, uh, wordless panels because mm -hmm. it was again it felt like it was just driving me along through this action story yep. Yep. so this felt more like it was funny because it's you know it's zombies whatever but it still it feels it was like uh, I think Shane you brought up like uh, army of um, or, oh, oh army of the army dead. dead and yep. it, it, it felt yep. like an act is like like army of the dead and it's an action movie right. set in right. a zombie apocalypse you know so well, and, that's how this and, felt and, and, and they do have their Batista, you know, everybody's got to have that big muscle guy, right? So that's a good, it does have its Batista. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. So, so, so what did everybody think? I don't know. Uh, Shane, you, uh, you, you kind of started us off. So why don't you go ahead and start carrying us out? Um, so for me, uh, artwork is just a, a five for me. I know I, I said before, I'm going to try and limit my fives to, to special stuff. I feel like this is special <laughs> stuff. I know uh, I'm breaking my own rules, but with the story, um, the story, I'm going to, I'm going to go probably a three, um, just because of my little bit of confusion. And there wasn't a ton of like character development. I mean, we don't really know that much about the relationship between why they're going in there. Um, you know their history we don't we don't get a lot um really from that first issue um story-wise i'm sure that there there's a lot of setup here and i'm sure that this is going to be a great series to pick up and and read all the way through and and based on this artwork i'd love to you know finish this up um so yeah so overall um it's probably going to fall into a four for me um but still i mean that four is a solid number um so that's yeah. that's where i, I land what do you think? What do you think, Mike? Four is a solid number. <laughs> so, yes, it is. Um, I, <laughs> it is. So, speaking of fours, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the artwork a four. Uh, we've said it a couple of times. Uh, when you have when you have someone that is able to tell a story in in a few panels without having words to go along with it that's mm -hmm. that's talent it just is and and fantastic job so uh i'm i am going a four on the artwork the story uh, the story is 
I don't, I don't know. It's a kind of a, a fine line for me as far as uh, giving me enough versus not giving me enough. So I'm going to go three on the story. I think, again, I'm definitely intrigued on the little um, nuances of the zombie story, uh, you know, with uh, mm -hmm. some things happening. I don't, I don't want to ruin it for readers that haven't got to the book yet, uh, but there's kind of a spin on, on what perhaps might be causing people to turn into zombies, and, and mm -hmm. we didn't talk about it because we didn't want to ruin the story. Um, so there are some things, again, that kind of hook you a little bit and like, ooh, I'd like to know more about where this is going. Um, so overall, I will give it three and a half out of five. Ben, what'd you think? Me? All right. Um, no, so uh, hearing the other reviews that actually uh, changed mine just a little bit. Um, <laughs> well, you know, because I, I, I am going to give it uh, uh, a five on the art as well, because I, I Gosh, I just love that artwork. It was mm -hmm. it was so fun. Um, it carried the momentum. It, it did you know did its part in carrying momentum. Great uh, use of like blur for action or the lighting and all this stuff. It was and they didn't use the blur like all the time. It was only when necessary to get you you know to keep you moving. It was mm -hmm. it was great. So yeah, five totally a five on the artwork here. Um, I was gonna do. Uh, a four on the story, but then the more, you know, thinking about it and then hearing you guys, um, there are some, you know, yeah, it's, it's like we, we, we've reviewed some books in the past in an issue one, even though it's fast paced and stuff, there's like some like actual character development. You get to know at least one, if not, you know, a couple of the characters enough that you're like, Oh, I feel like I know these people and now I'm invested in them. Uh, I didn't get invested in any one person or anybody. It was, there was so many characters and stuff and there's a lot going on that uh, it didn't give you a chance to get invested in any of the characters. I will go three though, because it still left me interested enough and it was still exciting enough to keep me wanting to watch. Um, but yeah, there was no like, like quick connection to anybody. So, uh, so overall, what is that? Uh, uh that'd be a four. Yeah. Three <laughs> overall a four. Solid number. All right. Solid number. Yeah. Solid it's a number. solid number. Solid. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, gents, I guess I'll bring us home. So again, I think you all had it. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of Marco's work. Uh, he did a great job here. He, you know, he had an opportunity to make an impact with an independent and, uh, you know, obviously loves the genre because he really, I think he drew the hell out of it. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give it a five in terms of story. Um, obviously it's, it's, it's not extremely unique, right? We've seen elements of this before. So um, in terms of originality and all that, the script itself, the writing, I think is good. It's tight. I know there are some things that we don't know yet that we, we hope we will find out right going forward. Um, but in terms of the originality is where I'll, I'll, I'll back it up just a little bit. And, uh, but, but I'm, I was still excited. Um, I did uh, like the characters again, you know, not a whole lot of development, but again, you know, usually with those disposable tactical army guys, there isn't a whole lot of character <laughs> development. We don't want you to get attached to anybody who might get eaten in about like three minutes. Right. So, uh, so I would, <laughs> so I'm going to give it, uh, the, you know, the writing and story of four. Uh, so that's a solid four and a half. So, you know, that's a, wow. that's a, that I tell you what, that 4.5 doesn't just come out of nowhere. But what I will say, <laughs> what, what I will say is, um, if you guys have read the book and, uh, you know, out there, if any of the, uh, you know, any of the audiences had a chance to read it. We think you're going to enjoy it. One thing that I would um, mention to the to the guys here on the show, if you if you flip to the back cover, it actually says um, 
I don't really think anyone knows what's happened. And that's on the mm. back cover, which is kind of funny because, you know, I, I always look <laughs> at every single page, including the back cover. And I flipped it and I said, and it says, I don't think anyone really knows what's happened. And it's got a picture of a zombie. And I was like, nice. Mm. Okay. It's not going to be like, yeah. you know, rotten eggs or space spores or like some rabid <laughs> dog. You know, it's, it's, right. it's gonna be, maybe it's going to be something we haven't even seen. So there's, there's kind of that nugget there like, oh you know what created the zombies okay we've seen chemicals we've seen this we've seen that okay maybe maybe it's going to be something completely different so i was kind of hooked by that so yeah again yeah, sure. that's solid 4.5 from me nice you make a great no, point uh, yeah I, I didn't no go ahead well, go ahead no no you go ahead no, 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 I was just going to say, you make a great point. And that's actually something that you had brought up, Mike, real quick. And your your overview was, oh, there you go. Is, yeah. uh, you know, they, they, they mention it a couple of times about uh, what, what started the event um, to change everybody. Mm -hmm. And I feel like uh, in other zombie pieces, maybe they don't uh, immediately go into that. Um, you know, it's just mm -hmm. like, oh, this is where we're right. at right now. And you know, we're, we're going to get into the act of, you know, killing zombies. So I hope that, you know, in future episodes, that might be uh, an interesting take on this genre that they go more into the reason as opposed to let's right. just worry about killing everybody. So, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> disposable <laughs> characters, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to so I was going to bring up when you talked about disposable characters and in, uh, in action movies like that. You know, one good movie to do that, uh, though, was Predator. Like, even though those guys all got blown up and zapped, like, you knew each. <laughs> There's some good character yeah. development right, with each right, of those right. guys. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. Uh, so, but we don't always, you know, can't always get a, uh, a get a Predator with um, with everything. <laughs> Very true. Um, Very true. That's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, yeah we all sound like we all pretty uh, much enjoyed this book. We guys, we hope you go out and read uh, this book and go talk to your local comic book shop about ordering it. Um, and with any of these books that we're talking about in our episodes, you know, um, if you can't uh, find it in your shop, talk to the, talk to the comic book shop owner there. Most of them will be more than happy to order it for you. Yep. They'll be excited. You're coming back in. Let's keep those mom and pa comic book shops open and alive and well. Um, they do so much more uh, for us than than uh, than you think um, for our communities. Um, so get out there and read it. As we always say, support the little guy, and uh, that includes your comic book shops and uh, the artists and, and writers mm -hmm. that we're talking about here on these episodes. Um, don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Uh, that helps us, uh, you know, uh, uh, get out there more, so more people can, uh, you know, hear about these awesome books, and and we can keep supporting these independent artists. Uh, and also, if you really like it. Share it. Share us out with all of your, uh, you know, with all your friends, uh, your followers, whatever you want to call it. Uh, let's uh, let's keep getting this out here so we can keep supporting independent artists.